you know, you would have a, you would have a lady that worked for you, and they, it was the secretary thing, but it wasn't a sexy kind of thing. People don't people get the wrong idea. It wasn't a sexy kind of thing, you know. It was just the way it went back then. You touch them on the chin a little bit while you're leaning on the desk, and you smile, and your wife hates her, but it's not really a thing. God bless her, Doctor Joe Biden, my wife, and uh, I am Joe Biden's wife. That is, she's just one of the best people that ever kind of understood that kind of stuff back then. You know, because women weren't able to go fishing off the wharf back then. They they weren't allowed on the wharf, right? But nowadays, they can go gigging for crawdads whenever they want. They could do it in the middle of the night if they want. And that just shows you a lot of stuff's changed for our society in a good way. In a, in a, you know, women can take pictures at restaurants. They can say, love these ladies. And they can they can they can put their arms around each other. And nowadays, it's the guys that got to, like, say, hey, Buster Brown, watch where you're stepping. Because we don't want to get suit on our nice suit because the exhaust pipe's going to come backfiring at us. And I'll admit, I've been a few times where I've got my face caught in the tailpipe or I look through the binoculars and got the ring around my eyes. But at the end of the day, I'm always there with my million-dollar smile saying, what's Chipper, what's up, Doc? You know, there was, there was a time uh, when Democrats and Republicans and liberals and, and conservatory used to uh, used to spend a lot of time together and you know, as a young senator, young senator, eighteen thousand dollars a year. You know, it's your brand new suit, fresh out of the box. And you can still smell that price tag. And there was a, there was a man in there. He was a respected senator from South Carolina. His name, Senator, of course, uh, uh, Philbo Philbo Edward Sayer. Um, and he 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 and I worked on a lot of things. We worked on a lot of things together. We worked on. You know, making sure that uh, the water fountains in the Pentagon were labeled the right way. Things that you know, all Americans of all types of sizes, you know, petite or or large marge could agree on that we need to be doing. And uh, I'll never forget what he said to me. He said, Joe, women need what the Jews had. I said, what do you mean? Because I thought... You know, admittedly, he had his problems with the Jews. He really did. He thought he thought that every Jew alive in the world had been alive for 5,000 years and was being punished by God for killing the Lord. And I told him, come on, man, timelines don't even sync up. But he said that women, there needs to be a bar mitzvah for women, where they become women. And women who have more experience being women can take them around take them by the hand and say, okay, here's what you got to do. Here's the business with the Tampax. Here's the difference between the Tampax, the tampon. Here's what you got to put in your hair. Because nowadays you're seeing women, they're fresh out of college. They don't know what they're doing. They go in, they go in to talk to their boss. They're putting makeup on right in front of them. I don't think these are dumb girls. I don't think these are bad girls. But they just, no one, no one's telling them what they have to do because we're not, as together as we could be as a as a as a as a the the nation anymore if we if we could be as together as i know we ought to be women of all types anyone from bet midler to ava gardner can have a job as a scientist or lawyer we're talking about talking about my vote record. When people bring up my voting record, we talk about 2003, John Bush, President John Bush. My votes were with him. 
out of solidarity because we used to be bipartisan. We used to be a country in the face of evil. We would stand together. You know, people people try to break it up and split it up now. We 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 stay like that forever. We're gonna be living in pumpkins. I was talking to a voter recently. It was, uh, it was a man named Homer Simpson, and he says, uh, "You know, what are we gonna do about the Cordoba virus?" And I'm like, "Don't don't." Bl-. I said first, uh, I said, "Hey, I know it ain't all berries and cream turtle dove, but you can't talk that way about the Spanish, good friends of mine." And uh, you know. I, I, it was a, uh, I, I learned a lesson back, you know, cause my life hasn't been all peaches and cream, right? It's, uh, I had brain surgery in, uh, in 96 and they gave me part of a little bit of a brain of a Portuguese man. I learned a lot during those times. I said, Hey buddy, you know, talking to myself, like, I guess, you know, you know, the Madero music, I get it. I get it a little bit. And I grew up a little bit that day, you know, trying to figure all that stuff out. But, you know, this Ortega virus isn't a joke. That's why we all need to be taking showers at least once a day. We all need to be washing our hands after we eat. We got to tuck in our napkins at dinner time. It's just simple stuff we got to take that's going to take a a culture change. There were were three guys around here. Everyone knew him. One guy, he was bald. One guy, he had one of those haircuts you'd see... You know, maybe on one of my granddaughters, maybe on one of your granddaughters, someone who lives in one of those parts of New York now where she's uh, getting UTIs. <laughs> and there was a guy with Mar- sort of sideways Marge Simpson hair. And they called these guys fools. They called these guys clowns. They called <laughs> these guys everything but, you know, late for dinner, man. This is a true story. And they would, they would, they, you know, if it was, if it was rain and soup, these boys have run out of straws. Fact, not fiction. <laughs> but thing was, when they took a bath, they would all get into one big claw foot bathtub together. And they make each other each other was clean. And wouldn't you know it, even though these guys they call them the town fools, they never had any anything like 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 uh Qdoba virus. Nothing like that. Because we used to look after each other. From everyone to Zippy Zimmerman, the town accountant, to those guys, the the three the three stools. Dover. I yield my time, Mac. I, I was talking to a voter the other day, and he brings me into his office, and it's Dr. Dink Rinklage. And, and his voter sits me down, and he's like, Joe, you know, I, I want you to draw a clock for me. And I'm like... You know, we got all this stuff going. We got all these toxic Bernie bros coming in, crashing rallies. We got all this stuff, and you're kind of trying to get me to draw a clock. And I'm I'm doing it, and I'm doing the numbers. I'm remembering all of it, and I'm getting it in great. And I'm saying, listen here, Jack, right? Just because your flapjack's burnt on one side, don't try to flip it on the ceiling. Because at the end of the day, that sucker's going to fall on your head at dinner time. And, I'm, and, and I yield my time, Mac. We used, to, we used to fill our shoes with pennies. We used to shoes with pennies and go running. We go to we go we go Jennifer Tuesdays. We go to her house. We'd be able to peek over the fence because of the pennies. We'd we'd be able to maybe catch a sight of her bra, her mom's bra, which was much bigger than hers. <laughs> and we'd take the pennies in our shoes. We'd buy candy books, comic books with the with the pennies. We'd be shorter, but we'd be just as fast. And Jennifer Tuesday, we'd see her at school. We'd say. <laughs> Blue, because we knew what color it'd be, and she said that she didn't know what we were saying, but that was what it was. No. 
I have some things here. Uh, <laughs> some things here that my younger advisors have uh, told me. To, <laughs> told me people are waiting to hear from me. Listen, 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 Jack. You want to say that I'm not fit for office? There's marginalized. You're doing a marginalized uh, violence to the space. Spaces inside inside my body. Is that what I'm supposed to say? I'm supposed, I don't have ableism. I don't have that problem, Mac. I don't have any problem talking to anyone. I don't have the able to. Oh no, they're they're able. Anyone who's anyone who's trying to be ableist, saying that I have dementia. Uh, you got some. You you've you've performed liminal spaces and bodies, Jack. That was uh, I grew up as a stutterer, and people say, "Joe, you you know, you've never had a, a problem in your life. You know, you've been on Easy Street cruising down with your best gal, one arm around her, one arm outside the car." You know, I say, "Listen, Jack, I was a, I was a stutterer, and I grew up, and we were the transgenders back then. Except we could use the same, we could use any bathroom we wanted, as long as it was the guy's one." So I know what it's like to go through inverse. I know. I know what it's like to go through anniversary. I know what it's like to go through anniversary because I've been married to Dr. Joe Biden for over 100 years. When I was when I was still president, I would I get letters <laughs> written to me. <laughs> say, "Joe, you're all right, but you know this Christmas my kids can't have the gifts they need." And I said, "That just breaks my heart. I'm not going to let this happen this year." With with you know the the virus flu that got going around, no matter what, everyone gets candy canes. And, you know, the president we got now, he's no good. Be telling people that they can't be going out there. We used to go up to the ski lift. I go up to the ski lift. I do pull ups on it. I'd like to see him do that. I used to work there. I used to work as a ski guard. I was a lifeguard with skis. Go up and down the mountain every day, twenty times. You name it. Me and West Bundle, we we rode the we rode those waves. Those snow waves. You don't see it no more. The president now, he won't do that. You know why? Because he's a coward. You know what? The guy in the back with the sign, I'm on to you, Jack. I know what you're angling for. I'll do parkour for you right now. I'll go do a flip. I'll go run up a ramp. It's easy for me. Don't what you're trying to say. I'm in the best shape of my life. I've never been stronger. I'm growing like a dang sassafras tree over here. You can count my rings, bud, after I knock you out. All right? So we had about enough of that. Thing about this place, man, is the character. You know, I had the great honor, great honor of being the young, the the young member of the Senate for this race that were that we were in. Went over here, went over from Dover International Airport to Germany. 19, 1945, and it was my great honor to be arrested with Eli Wiesel protesting the Holocaust movement. <laughs> I, knew a, I knew a beautiful woman, beautiful woman lawyer, beautiful lawyer woman, her, she, Elizabeth City. She was a prosecutor, Elizabeth City. Totally crust. Her and I had a lot of good times together. We'd go you go to the fairs, and the fairs, you know, they have the darts, the balloons. You could throw them out there, and by God, I took that guy. I said, hey, Chip, 
If I get every balloon on this board, you give me every praise you have. Don't you know what? I gave Tully Crust everything I told her I would. Americans are sick of laying down. Every American wants to stand up. People are sick and tired of going in, seeing their, their dad with half a wife beer, covering only one half of his belly, sitting on a Shea Lounge, <laughs> baking in the sun. I remember the great, great guy around here. Great guy. They used to call him, they used to call him the Churchill of Delaware. His name was Frederick Crisp. What he did is he had the patent on Delaware taffy. He said he said to me, he gave me my first job ever. And it was it was it was, it was cleaning up the wrappers on the floor of the taffy factory. He said, Joe, don't you understand? Don't you understand? Because I would ask him, come on, come on, Crisp, give me a nickel. Give me a nickel snack. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, yeah, come on. Let me have a quarter. Because I wanted to get all, I wanted to get all of the laughing, the, the laughing cherries and the, the, the flying peppers and all, all the great things we had when we were, when we were, we were so small. He said, listen, <laughs> don't you understand, Joe? I know your dad, Joe. And don't you understand? People want to hand five. Instead of a handout. Okay? And I remember that every day for the rest of my life. You know, back then you had guys like Henny Youngman, great funny men that were on TV all the time. Right? The TV was black and white. We didn't have all the channels nowadays like the logo and BET. Just Henny Youngman doing his jokes there. And he would make fun of his wife, you know. He would said he was going to shoot her out of a cannon at a brick wall. And, you know... But that's just how it was back then. He wasn't actually going to do it. That's the point of a joke. And he loved her. And he actually spent all night picking petunias for her. And he'd wake her up with the petunias for breakfast in the morning. Just because that's how much he meant to her. You know, you cut down a tree. See how many rings it has. Tells you how old it is, you know. We don't got that now. <laughs> you know, cigarettes went from being a big band thing. You know, a nice, a nice dance with the lights and the nice checkered floor, and now the bands aren't so big, and cigarettes became a jazz thing. You can, and that's just that's just how it works, Jack. You know, you can take all the bottles in town to the recycling man. Still not going to turn the stagecoach into a Cadillac. We used to go we to the we used to go to the the birthday party, the Christmas races. We'd go down there. We walk walking up and down all day in the sun there. <laughs> Doesn't matter if your ice cream melted, your jelly beans melt in your pants. You drink them all down. <laughs> you find a girl, you see her blonde, brunette, redhead. By God, you had, you name it, they were there. And they're my God. The first time I saw a bikini piece bikini, she was one of those. <laughs> her name was Regina Clapp, and she was she was the daughter of she was well sure she was daughter of the second mayor, and and he he knew my father. They went to they went to secondary school together, and they served in the army together. Back then, photos were still in black and white. You don't see those now, and these kids don't even know they have the color now. And that's you know back then. That's what I'm talking about today. And back then, country music used to be the rap music, right? Because that thug George Jones couldn't stop singing about wine. And you would go to the dance on a Friday night at 6 p.m. Right? 
and they do last call at 6 30 because everybody's got to get home and get tucked in bed tight by their servants and, and i saw the girl tuppy dorwin i'm looking at her i'm saying hey ain't your grandpa but you can stand on my shoes while we dance my first one of one of the great jobs i've had around here around delaware back when you know dad said joey times are tough we're moving from one part of dover to another part of dover um <laughs> I used to draw the bluebirds that people would get for their tattoos. Draw five bluebirds a day. <laughs> and it was great. I was paid 35 cents a day. And, you know, my plan was I was going to save up for a Chevrolet Grand Buffet. It was the biggest car in town. <laughs> but, you know... Nowadays, kids try to work, they try to go out, they try to get a job, learn the meaning of a hard hard value of a, a dollar dollar paid. They're getting on there, they're going on they're going on Orly fans, they're going on they're going they're going on uh they're going on uh X X X X D vids, they're going on <laughs> all these places and they're they're showing their you know, their things that ought not to be shown. If you want to, in the privacy of your own home, you know, show your husband, show your boyfriend, show your 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 father-in-law your nipple. That's one thing. If you want to do a show for that, but this isn't what it was about back then. Because you know, that's the thing. I learned a lot at that job drawing those bluebirds. I learned a lot. I have, uh, I have, I have, I have long earlobes. The kids would come up. It stuffed my earlobes into my inner ear. It popped right back out because <laughs> these were all these were all these were all uh, these were all Portuguese. This is the Portuguese side of town. As everyone knows, the Portuguese their earlobes are connected to the rest of their head. They don't know what the dangly part is like. So they would they would, I learned about I learned about earlobes. I learned about you know uh, Portuguese men spilling wine in my lap. I love Portuguese communities but if we got to do is you got to sit your kid down in front of the tattoo artist and make him look at those images make him look at a heart with ma the word mom over it make him look at a picture of a knife that says the singing the singing blackbirds because that's your gang make your child see images and recognize what they are 